Cassidy, and together with my brother Cade and dad Randy, each week we talk about a selection of news stories, topics surrounding the culture, and matters of freedom and faith. Thanks for listening. Follow and subscribe wherever you get your podcasts. Share it. And if you like what you hear, rate it five stars on Apple Podcasts. And today, we're actually going to do something a little different. It being the week after Christmas, for the first time ever, we are all sitting at the same table together while recording. Very exciting. And we have a little tradition in our family, a Christmas tradition that we wanted to share with you. Every year, we write a letter to Santa, and Santa writes a response. This is dangerous. We've never publicly released one of these. (laughs) We have not. And this has been going on, so for... We have the, some of these letters dating back three decades at our grandma's house, That a tradition that our mom and her sister started, and now we, in the more recent years, have continued it at our home. I was just a boyfriend when this started. Man, you've graduated. And we've been married almost 37 years, Next, here in a couple days. So we're going to just open by reading these letters, and then there's definitely some jokes we talk about Obviously, references about what's going on in our lives and in the world uh, uh, the year that we've written it. So you'll hear some of those references, and we'll clarify anything afterwards. So Kate's got our letter to Santa. Yep, I have the letter to Santa. So here's what we wrote to Santa this year. Dear Santa, as per usual, we'd like to begin by sharing that we have all been very good boys and girls this year. If you haven't heard, we started a podcast, Bevington Banter. You can find it wherever you get your podcasts. Be sure to follow, share, and review. Five stars only, of course. Since you failed on an Afghanistan withdrawal level to deliver on Courtney's single simple Christmas wish last year, we will provide a word-for-word copy and paste from last year. Quote, Courtney would like a larger house. Her request on the specs is simple. Three bedrooms, two baths, and lots and lots of storage. End quote. In this new home, Cade requests a wine cellar. This does not need to be temperature and humidity controlled for alcohol storage, but it must be soundproofed to keep out the sound of children whining. As he may be conducting some freedom-loving activities in this cellar, it should also be surveillance-proofed, as to not allow for nanny state surveillance from the American intelligence agencies. Speaking of the American intelligence agencies, his final request is for the complete dismantling and rebuilding of the Federal Bureau of Investigation, said rebuild to be conducted under the direction of one Connie Johnson. (laughs) Callie would like a Sisu and Raya toy, a water bottle because hers broke, and a glowing mermaid. When asked what she would like this Christmas, Cameron replied with two simple words, world peace. Cassidy begins every day with the Dan Patrick Show. With the departure of McLovin from the show, she would like to become the fourth Danette. When you arrange it with Dan, just mention Cassidy from Nevada, and he'll know exactly who you mean. If you need additional letters of recommendation, though we are sure the word of Santa is more than enough, the members of Chat Row seem to be supporters. If for some reason this effort fails, a role in the Daily Wire's new excursion into sports would be acceptable. Cole would like all top army brass to be removed from their positions, stripped of their ranks, court-martialed, and sent to Gitmo. Suitable replacements would include a resurrected George Washington, General Sherman, George Patton, General Patton, etc. Heck, even General Custer would be an improvement. Mom would like a job in ministry so she can sit at home and be semi-retired. 
Speaking of semi-retired, Dad has no requests. As a parting request, we would all collectively like Bevington Banter to go viral as it would be of benefit to all mankind. Maybe you could skywrite a message in your sleigh. As always, stay safe out there this year. We'd suggest avoiding Australia altogether as you may be locked inside the first home you visit. Merry Christmas. Love, Cade, Courtney, Callie, Cameron, Cassidy, and Cole. P.S. Let's go, Brandon. And here is what Santa wrote back to us. You don't want to Did explain? You want to explain? Do you want to explain yeah. any of the stuff well, in here all right. first? Okay, we can do that first. Because so, some of the things I just want are... to start by saying, um, for all you deep state intelligence agencies out there, this is for entertainment purposes. <laughs> <laughs> so I will. So our friend, our good, good family friend, uh, basically adopted into our family, Corinne Johnson, has an as had an interest in joining the FBI, which is the reference to. Her name is always misspelled or mispronounced as or as mistaken as Connie. So that was our our No, it's mistaken as a lot of, a lot of different things, but Connie is one that really stuck with yeah. me. So it's my favorite mistaken name. And Cameron asking for old peace, she's oh, one yeah. years old. Anybody who she's doesn't one know, years yeah, old. she can't talk. <laughs> <laughs> um I would I'd also like to point out, I don't know if you guys you maybe have heard this already. But Callie asking for a glowing mermaid was definitely no joke. It's all we heard was we'd say, what are you going to ask Santa for? She said, I want a glowing mermaid. And we were like, what does that even mean? So Christmas Eve morning, we celebrate Christmas with Courtney's family. And um, uh, Courtney's sister Carrie had gotten all the kids these little light bases these little uh, yeah. bases with different colored LED lights. Okay. And then they had this little piece of like, um, you know, acrylic with etched acrylic that would sit inside of and that. And it glows. And all the kids yeah. would get, the kids got different ones and it had their name and some picture on it. Callie's was a glowing mermaid. <laughs> we never told anybody. She would ask for a glowing mermaid. Santa! And I, when I, because I was helping Callie open stuff because Callie wasn't really opening anything. And I opened it and I went, Courtney, look, it's a glowing mermaid. You're like more excited than Yeah, I was like, and everybody was so confused except for Courtney, who was like, oh my gosh, a glowing mermaid. We were wondering what that was this whole time. Here it is. I I would also like to say for anyone out there listening, uh, any military personnel listening, Cole's portion of the letter was entirely written by myself. He does not. Pub- he cannot publicly endorse it, nor say anything negative about his superiors. Nor has he. But I can. Yeah, probably, yeah. Even if he could, he wouldn't, because he's yes. so stinking nice. We're trying to work on. <laughs> we're trying to work say, on him on that. He is much more cynical now. But it is. It is very frustrating we as took a this wife to poor watch innocent him. guy and made oh. him a cynic. We already got to Courtney, so <laughs> we. It's it's difficult to watch him to have watched him make this decision of like. Figuring out what he wanted to do, being really excited and passionate about it, and wanting to, like, ner- be a nurse and do it in a way to, to to serve his country and stand for something he believes in, and then watch it be just destroyed and all these opportunities, like, possibly looking at, they're starting to discharge people now for not getting vaxxed, so, yeah, it's really disheartening. But he didn't say these things. But he did not say them. No. We did. Yeah. <laughs> Absolutely, at no point has he said anything but good things about his uh, chain of command. 
His father-in-law, on the other hand. <laughs> we were also, mom, our mom always jokes recently, basically since the beginning of this COVID thing, when dad was doing going into the church less often, and then ever since, really since your heart surgery, and then you've just found you can do... Most you can do Most things, things. Yeah, here. What is there? So what just, is there yeah, that you so, do there that you can't do so here? So our mom jokes all the time that he's basically semi-retired and except well, for meet with jealous. people. I was no, I mean I was there for like three hours a day. That's I saw all, you there. That's I all, can. That's all I can, stuff that yeah. I can't do at home. I can bear witness. Okay. I yeah. went to the parking lot of the church for lunch. And I but saw it also is funny because a lot of people, a lot of times people say, "Oh, pastors only work on Sundays." Your pastors. That's the easy part. Yeah. No, I grew up knowing that that was not right at all. I'm going to drive over here and visit this person, and then I'm going to go see this family, and then i got to go do this at church, and that, that's every day. Yep. Anything else on there? I think it's pretty cool. No, I read the whole thing. I don't think I need to... Right. Uh... My section was more lighthearted because, you know, honestly, I'm pretty happy. I know that the world is crazy around us, but personally, I'm loving life, so... All right. So here's what Santa wrote back to us. Dear Cade, Courtney, Callie, Cameron, Cassidy, and Cole, I am sure you have been good boys and girls this year. There is, however, chatter on some government interwebs saying differently. I would recommend you beef up security on your communication devices. I know your download numbers are not showing it, but Bevington Banter is gaining a large following. The files are being duplicated offline and disseminated amongst the resistance, thus the relatively low download numbers. Unfortunately, the NSA is using Bevington Banter to create voice prints in order to surveil your communications. The NSA has a priority ladder. Bevington Banter started out fairly low on it, but you have steadily climbed, recently passing the Trump campaign, the KKK, ISIS-K, and just last week, you received an even higher priority than the Freedom Caucus. And not to worry about the FBI. They are on a course to self-destruct and will implode much more rapidly if just left alone. Trying to prosecute them or holding congressional hearings will only build sympathy for their case. If Corinne will remain patient, she will find that she is in a much better place than being in the FBI. She will actually be supervising many former agents as she serves as their probation officer. There is one sure way not to get your new house. Mention me and Afghanistan in the same sentence. Unfortunately, you have picked a terrible time to get a new house. Due to inflation, housing prices have gone through the roof. The only way to combat this is to ask Mark and Memorial Hospital, their bosses, to inflate your salaries. As far as lack of storage in your present home, I have several recommendations. The use of shame and guilt over how much your children have. <laughs> Tell your family members that if they buy gifts for the girls, they will immediately be given to Goodwill. Family members that refuse to stop purchasing for your daughters could have accidents. I'm not making any recommendations. I'm just saying it could happen. If Kate is looking for something really secure, there is a place that recently came on the market. I understand it is located in the swamps of Louisiana and is being listed by a man named Marvin. <laughs> a short description of the property says, quote, what goes in stays in. I appreciate that Callie's gift request is short and sweet. As for the toys, no, they're made in China. The water bottle is no problem. We'll get that taken care of. As for Cameron's request, I say Luke 12:51. Sorry. My best advice is learn scripture, follow it, develop a relationship with Jesus, and make your life as peaceful as it can be. If that fails, 
Body Armor, and 300 Blackout. Cassidy, you need to understand the Dan Patrick Show is for entertainment purposes only. It's barely above the Colin Cowherd Show when it comes to actual sports. If you want to dive into serious sports, I would recommend a different route. However, if you are still interested, I will see what Dan is up to. After all, he owes me big after I overlooked that little incident while at the University of Dayton in 1977, allowing him to remain on the good list. You can tell Colt that he does not want to replace the top brass in the military any worse than Santa does. Santa would enjoy some time alone with them in a locked room. Say what you will about General Custer, but at least he knew who he was supposed to be fighting. His enemy was not the American people, who by their taxes paid he and his men's salaries. I'm happy to hear that so far Cole has avoided the needle. As Americans, you are free to take the jab or not. But in the words of Neil Young, I've seen the needle and the damage done. <laughs> your father would also like your mother to be semi-retired and working with him in ministry. In discussing the pos this possibility these many years, they have always understood if they were in ministry together, not much will get done. Unfortunately, your mother is still needed in the school system. She is the only adult and thus cannot be sacrificed. Bevington Banter will need to find some other way to market itself. I cannot do skywriting with my sleigh because the oil to its engines is gravity flow and it cannot remain <laughs> inverted for more than four seconds. The reindeer are just for show. I think you are right about Australia. I will not land there but simply airdrop their gifts. Consider these gifts to be revocations of the 1996 National Firearms Agreement, 2002 National Firearm Trafficking Policy Agreement, and the 2002 National Handgun Control Agreement. You are my favorite family. Keep up the good work and pray for your dad to get a bigger and faster airplane. Merry Christmas and love to all. Santa. Okay, I did not think about the fact that we were going to publicly... I didn't either. Well, Santa has to take responsibility for that. For the, for yeah. the comment about... Yeah. Yeah, Santa. So I know that you're not like Santa or anything. That would be ridiculous. But can you explain the Dan Patrick thing to me? Are you familiar? He went I just to Dayton. He went from, to Dayton. He's from Ohio. Oh, okay. yeah. and, and it was no. in a time frame, and I just made up that no, he had I, some. No, I think you mean that Santa. Santa just made up that, yeah. Well, it's, I don't think it's made up. It's probably, he probably real. Probably, I mean, probably, I, if you said that to him, he'd go like, how do you know about that? <laughs> <laughs> The, so, um, um, Corinne currently works as I also a probation liked the, officer. I also like this. I liked that. That was good. I like the day at Colin Cowherd, too. Oh, yeah. Slightly. He is purely entertainment. Yeah. Uh, I'm not even entertained by it. Here's the thing. <laughs> That's the only kind of sports show that I could get by on is someone like the Dan Patrick. I don't actually know enough to do straight analysis, but I know enough to do an entertainment talk right. show about That's it. That's true. I would like to point out also that on the, on the ladder that we've steadily climbed... I feel like just last week receiving a higher priority than the Freedom Caucus, that's not that much. No. It doesn't take that, that much to be higher than Santa the Freedom Caucus. Santa was being sarcastic because of Dan Crenshaw dissing them a couple of weeks ago. Ah, Remember? Yeah, okay. Like he was a... making it out like the like the Freedom Caucus was oh, a bunch of terrorists. So yeah. I hear that Santa's favorite movie is our oh, is movies it... are Red and Red 2. I thought that was a brilliant reference. And that is the Marvin, the Louis, the the property in Louisiana, Marvin. Yes. Is it's also one the of the crazy our character, movies. the crazy character that who he uh, opens the hood of a '57 Chevy and goes down yeah, in the into, his real, into his house. Yeah, the house above John Malkovich, right? Yeah, yeah. yeah. The house above the ground is just for show. 
The yeah. real house is inside the hood of a 57 Chevy. <laughs> and that's the house I'm apparently getting to get. Um, Pastor, can you please inform everyone what Luke 12, 51? Yeah, Jesus says he didn't come to bring, uh, bring peace, to bring peace, but to divide. So, so that really crushes Cameron's one and only wish. <laughs> I thought I, I thought I was really happy to see with, with Santa though. No Chinese toys. Yeah. Right. We don't endorse child labor. Which means don't buy your kids toys. Only Sorry. elves. <laughs> only, we, At all. We don't force kids to make However, toys, but we we'll, we force elves. The body we'll armor and three hundred blackouts made in the USA. <laughs> I wonder if any of those Chinese kids got their presents that they made themselves back <laughs> for Operation Christmas Child. <laughs> some, little, some little Chinese kid is like, I okay. made this. Dad okay. is literally these are my, slapping these the are counter. my initials okay. on quality control. I just want to say something. That's the best analysis you're going to hear on any podcast right there. That these Chinese kids are getting stuff from Operation Christmas Child. It's the stuff that they made in sweatshops. Yeah, and we're buying it here at Dollar and Tree sending and back. sending it back to them. That is. Top that, that is Ben Shapiro. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Ben Shapiro's naive, man. I like him, but he's naive. Oh, this is one of the, this is one of my toys that got redirected to Dollar Tree. <laughs> See where I messed up the stitching right here. <laughs> well, I noticed all the strings that we were cutting off of our t-shirts. Well, oh yeah, <laughs> that we should say all that. these all these oversewn areas. Santa, when he left this, he also left custom made. For the entire family, Bevington Banter podcast shirts. Available now on our... I'm okay. just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> Email us for, merch for some sweet merch. Bevington Banter at ProtonMail.com. Is that real? Yeah, that's real. Oh. We have an email. <laughs> wow. Well, you have so... to have it to make the account. <laughs> oh. I thought the Australian, though, was pretty... Well, they're getting all their guns back, so... Yeah, yeah. exactly. That's what they need. Yep. We're airdropping them guns? Hey. Yeah. Cole read me an article today that a woman in Washington, D.C. Uh, held up a, what store? Uh, some store with a, oh, Trader Joe's with a crossbow. But he, then he pointed out, well, I guess you can't get a gun in D.C., so maybe that's what they need to do in Australia is just go out with crossbows like this lady. Can you get semi-automatic crossbows? <laughs> or fully automatic? Do they have any that carry more than one I don't, bolt you at a time? No, you have to re... But you couldn't reset the... Yeah, you have to reset the, 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 true. the string. That's true. Sure, there's probably one that carries... I bet there's one that has like a spring... level Like a spring fed, so like you pull back, you shoot, you pull back again, and it feeds the next one up automatically, shoot, pull back, shoot. But that's not... Just get a gun, people. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that was the whole idea that yeah. Santa's going to airdrop guns. This is a revocation yes. of all those gun-limiting policies. Santa knows where it's at. He knows freedom. He knows Jesus. And gun running. <laughs> he knows Red, and he knows Neil Young. Yeah. <laughs> you think Santa's seen the needle in the damage done? I don't know, man. If you're an elf living at the North Pole, and all you do is make... <laughs> Make, make toys. <laughs> you might be shooting heroin. Herbie gives it to him. Herbie, Herbie. Herbie can write scripts. Yeah. <laughs> Oxycodone. Herbie, I have a toothache. I got a toothache, man. All right. 
That's like the third toothache this week. <laughs> it's a little known fact. Elves actually have multiple rows of teeth. They have 397 teeth. So, you know. They got a lot of toothaches. They got a lot of toothaches. Tooth <laughs> oh. I thought it was pretty good, though, the idea that uh, Santa says you're, you're, our podcast is being duplicated offline. We are we are fueling the resistance. resistance. Do you think and they, they and they're picking up they're uh, on the uh, what's the inter did, interwebs is kind of a gag line right yeah. yeah the NSA voice printing that's probably only oh, that's yeah. partially yeah that's did uh, we just not, have we just in the last couple um, in if, the if they were before, months have we just ruined all my chances at running for public office I was gonna, if if they if they aren't before this they will be after this. <laughs> No, because I feel like more and more people who talk about this kind of stuff are getting into public public office. Because the smear jobs that they used to do on these people, a lot of people are like, see that? It's right here. A lot of people see that as a positive. I'm unapologetically me. No, if I was ever going to run for office, I'd come right out and I'd say all the stuff. Yeah, I'd say all the stuff that that I have of my past. This is who I am. This is and this is where I'm at now. In spite of that, because everybody's getting just as fed up. So, I mean, people are getting more and more likely wanting to vote for somebody who will say this kind of stuff out loud. Well, so. I just reached out to uh, recently a women's conservative Christian political uh, activist campaign and said I would love to get involved writing whatever, so who knows? Oh, I thought you were going to say running for office. I will. I would. I would. Okay, then I'm going to say it right here, right now. Cassidy Pocock didn't kill herself. <laughs> <laughs>